Welcome to PathMed Psychiatry for Primary Care Providers, a podcast for providers. This is your host, Nana Adebi. I am a psychiatric nurse practitioner in the peninsular region of Sutter Health. Our producers are Colleen Tabata and Ryan Bautista. We hope you enjoy today's presentation. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in today. Our topic of conversation or of discussion today is antidepressants and sexual dysfunction. Sexual dysfunction is a common side effect of antidepressants, particularly of selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors and also serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. This can impact people's quality of life, their self-esteem, their relationships, their mental well-being. These antidepressants can interfere with different aspects of sexual functioning, and they can cause sexual problems ranging anywhere from decreased sexual desire, excitement, arousal, erectile dysfunction, and delayed or diminished orgasm in both male and female. This, in turn, can lead to medication non-adherence and worsening of depression symptoms. It is important to discuss the possibility of this side effect when prescribing antidepressants. This will allow the patient to feel much more comfortable in reporting it to you if it does occur. Sexual side effects can occur with various classes of antidepressants. However, there are more studies of sexual dysfunction secondary to SSRIs. The frequency of these side effects varies on the medication used and the dose prescribed. Antidepressants modulate serotonin concentration, and it is thought that elevated serotonin levels diminish sexual function. While ranges, you know, while the percentages ranges widely depending on the study, approximately 15 to 80 percent of people taking antidepressants will develop some sort or some form of sexual dysfunction. SSRI-related sexual dysfunction is typically seen more often in females because they are treated with SSRIs more frequently than males. Now let's discuss the management of antidepressant-induced sexual dysfunction. You will first need to assess and eliminate any contributing factors such as substance abuse, age, any comorbid physical complaints, side effects from other medications such as diabetes or hypertension medications, and any ongoing or residual symptoms of depression. Once you have completed your assessment and there's a clear correlation that the sexual dysfunction is stemming from the antidepressant, you can then proceed to treatment approaches. An initial approach would be to wait at least two to eight weeks. Sometimes the symptoms may resolve on their own or the treatment duration, if it's short-term enough, the patient may be able to tolerate the side effect as the benefits of improved mood outweighs the side effect. The next approach would be to decrease the dose of the antidepressant within the therapeutic range. If there is no improvement, then you can consider switching to a different antidepressant. If there is improved depression and there's still some mild to moderate sexual dysfunction, you can consider augmenting the medication with a second drug. For males with erectile dysfunction, adjunctive treatment with the phosphodiesterase 5-inhibitor is suggested. For females with low libido, an add-on of bupropion 
usually at relative, you know, relatively high doses within the therapeutic ranges suggested. For example, Robutrin extended release at 300 milligrams. And for females with delayed orgasm or not being able to orgasm at all, a phosphodiesterase-5 inhibitor is also suggested. Overall, a reasonable alternative for both males and females would be to switch the antidepressant. Some antidepressants are least likely to cause sexual dysfunction, and examples of these include mirtazapine, velazodone, bupropion, and trintilix. Navigating sexual dysfunction side effects can be a delicate matter and complex to talk about. This can be managed when you work closely with the patient, build that trust, educate them so that they feel empowered to share these side effects with you. I hope this provides some tips you can utilize for this very common side effect of antidepressants. I thank you for tuning in for this very short, informative, hopefully, and with tips that you can use for your patients. And I hope to catch you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much to our guest this week, and I hope you will join us again soon for another episode of Pathmag Psychiatry for Primary Care Providers, a podcast for providers. If there are any topics you would like us to consider, please email me, your host, Nana Adebi. Thank you.